Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from Isle Throwaway and says, Am I the asshole for not asking my father to walk me down the aisle? Throwaway for personal reasons. I, 27 female, am engaged, planning to get married to my partner, 30 female, for three years next year. Since I came out as bi when I was 15, my dad hasn't been supportive of me. He was upset when I first told him about my fiance and has made it clear he doesn't approve of me being with a woman. He's very distant when I take her to my parents' home for dinner. Won't talk to her when making conversation at the dinner table. When my fiancé isn't around, he's made a lot of subtle cutting comments about her and our relationship, despite me telling him to back off. He makes it very clear in general that he doesn't see her as a family. Basically, he's been casually homophobic my entire life. You know the type. He's not providing any financial support for the wedding, and when I asked if he would actually be attending the wedding, he just gave me a snide, we'll see. So I honestly wasn't even expecting he would turn up. Part of our intended wedding ceremony will involve me being walked down the aisle and given away. I enjoy a lot of the classic wedding traditions, and that's one I really want to carry out. I assume my dad wouldn't want to walk me down the aisle. To be honest, I don't want him to either. So I asked a male friend, 58 male, instead one week ago. This man has known me for almost half my life. He's like a mentor to me and honestly has been more of a father figure to me than my actual dad has. I love him like a paternal figure. We met when I was 16. He was teaching an acting class I signed up for. We both work in theater. He's provided lots of emotional support over the years and been openly supportive of my relationship from the start. He has two sons around my age and, as said before, he sees me a bit like the daughter he never had. He said he'd be honored to give me away. My dad learned of this fact recently. I'm not sure how. He's furious. He says I'm undermining his authority as a parent and making him look like an asshole slash fool to everyone who attends the wedding. And if I insist on going through with this, he won't attend at all. There's no way he's going to sit at a table and watch some other man give me away. He's pissed I didn't ask him. After he said that, I asked if he would have said yes. He dodged the question and yelled at me and eventually hung up on me. I admit, I didn't consider asking him and honestly didn't see the need to. I guess it'd be embarrassing for my dad if he comes, but considering his behavior towards me and my fiance over the course of our relationship, I don't feel like he's justified to make this demand. Am I the asshole for not asking my actual dad to walk me down the aisle? Gee whiz, is he taking the piss, his authority? And him worried about being an arsehole and looking like a fool or whatever. You know, that's his doing. He's the one who hasn't supported your relationship from the start. And, you know, from what it sounded like when you was at dinner with your partner, he 
he was absolutely disrespectful to her as well. And his only concern in this whole matter is how he's actually looking to other people. Yet, yeah, I wouldn't invite him to the wedding at all. Someone who doesn't respect your relationship doesn't deserve to be there. It's that simple. As Psycho says and quotes has made it clear he doesn't approve of me being with a woman and says end of story not the arsehole. Quotes again saying making him look like an arsehole and fool to everyone who attends the wedding and says homophobic in private wants to act like an angel in public. He only cares about himself and quotes one more time and says he won't attend at all and says he doesn't approve of your relationship anyway so it's already nice he's invited at all. A deleted user says not the arsehole, walking your daughter down the aisle is a privilege, not a right, and his behavior has ensured that he's not deserving of that privilege. Briar Rose responds to that and says, yeah, he didn't say that hurts me because I love and support you in your relationship and I would have loved to give you away to your lovely wife. He basically said, that will make me look like a fool. And since he is a fool about their relationship, that seems appropriate. He isn't concerned with supporting his daughter, just his own image. OP made the right call not the arsehole. Considerably injured says not the arsehole. When you asked him if he would be attending your wedding, he couldn't give you a definitive answer. How could he be expected to have such a big part of the wedding if he might not even be there? After the way he reacted to you not wanting him to walk you down the aisle, you might want to consider not having him at your wedding at all. I could see him being the type to making a scene, objecting to the wedding when the part of the ceremony comes up. A.K. Olive says not the arsehole, regardless of the situation, if you don't want him to walk you down the aisle, then you should not let him do it. Especially with all the context, you shouldn't. This day is about you and your SO, nobody else. As someone who just barely got married five months ago, this day should be happy, wonderful and comfortable day that is about you. Be aware of the consequences though. Make sure that if you truly do not want him to walk you down the aisle, that you are prepared to deal with the fallout, which could include an estranged father. I'm probably going to get a ton of comments that are like, who cares? But OP, you're the one with a personal relationship, so it's going to affect you in some way. I hope whatever you decide to do, you have the happiest outcome possible. Congratulations. OP responds to that and says, I understand that. It saddens me a little because he is after all still my dad and I wish we had gotten a relationship where he'd be willing to walk me down the aisle. But at this point, I just want to focus on my future with my fiance. I'm learning to live with the thought that he will choose to not be a part of my life. Thank you for the judgment. Den Den says not the arsehole. He just doesn't want everyone to know he is a homophobic arsehole because if he doesn't walk you down the aisle, people are going to start asking questions. Don't give in. Don't ask him to walk you down the aisle. Also, don't subject your fiancé to his presence by taking her to your parents' house. Instead, invite them over. If your dad can't act normal like a human being, then he should not be invited over. Opie says... Dinners at their house are rare now, thankfully. We've only gone over a couple of times for big things like my mum's birthday, but I'll definitely take that advice once my fiancé and I get our own place. Thank you for your judgement. So then, OP came in to update the post three years later, and they said, Hi, am I the arsehole? I posted here three years ago. This update is obviously long overdue, but things have been intense the past few years, so I forgot about this account for a long time. I remembered it while browsing some other subreddits and thought I would share my update because things are better than I ever thought they could be back in 2020. So, COVID obviously scuppered our wedding plans. It was meant to be in January 2021, but by that time, our country still wasn't in a stable enough condition to throw the big wedding with friends and family we wanted. I also lost my job because my company closed, so we wanted to watch our budget. 
My dad got COVID early in the pandemic and it was bad enough that he ended up in hospital. Visiting rules were very strict and only my mum could visit him and they were both actually really scared he might die. He didn't, but it affected him for a long time afterward. He started going back to church when things opened up a bit. Both my parents are Catholic, but my mum was always the more religious one. He was a bit more lapsed. And you guys will not believe this. My wife and I were shocked. That was what made him realize that he was a bit of a homophobic arsehole. The church he went to is quite progressive and is big on the whole, accept everyone exactly as they are, because that is how God made us and only God can judge stuff. And the almost dying from COVID thing apparently gave him a different outlook on things. Cut a long story short, we started seeing each other more. We had a lot of long emotional talks. He slowly started apologizing to me and my wife for being an asshole, including the wedding thing. And we are now closer than we have been since I was a teenager. Both he and my mentor were at our makeup wedding last year. We ended up making the ceremony a lot less formal than planned because I guess living through COVID gave us different outlooks too. My wife and I just wanted to have a fun time and not care too much about strict traditions. So we ended up walking down the aisle together while our family and friends sat and watched and cheered. Lol. Things are good. We have dinner with my parents at least once a month and it's awesome. I found a better job and we're more financially stable now and thinking about having kids. I'm excited. Thanks am I the arsehole for the judgments and responses back then. And I guess I want to tell everyone that sometimes things work out even when you don't expect them to. Life can surprise you to look forward to those surprises. A rare positive update, but now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit from NFJS and says, Am I the Arsehole for not keeping my thoughts on my sister's ridiculous baby names, Stanford and Yale, myself? I'm the youngest of three siblings. There's me, 34 male my sister Katie, 35 female, and my brother Ian, 38 male. Out of the three of us, Katie is the one who made it, her words. She attended Yale Law School and is engaged to a neurosurgeon, Daniel, who attended Stanford Medical School. Over the years, it's become clear that Katie looks down on me and Ian because we weren't as ambitious, successful, credentialed as she is. Katie has expressed her astonishment that the family business is profitable even though someone who got C's in high school and never went to college, aka me, has been running the day-to-day -day operations for 10 plus years. Katie also once told Ian to his face that he wasted his potential. Context, Ian was the valedictorian of his high school class, just like Katie, by dropping out of college to help mum run the family business after dad passed away. Katie and Daniel recently posted that Katie is pregnant with twin boys and their names would be Stanford and Yale. I commented, congratulations, but later I texted her to say that it wasn't right to give the boys ridiculous names that would put them under immense pressure to succeed from a very young age. I also asked her about what would happen if one or both of them weren't as successful or perfect as she hoped. Kate didn't like the points I made. She texts back, I wasn't asking for opinions, especially from someone like you. Consider yourself uninvited from our wedding until you sincerely apologize. To be honest, I was already leaning towards not attending due to Katie's condescending attitude towards me. But the someone like you comments sealed the deal. I told Ian what happened, but he said that I should have kept my thoughts to myself. 
One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com As far as I'm aware, Stanford and Yale in the US are two big universities, quite prestigious, I believe. Don't know the full ins and outs of it. And I've certainly heard of people being called Stanford before. I've never heard anyone being called Yale and in the UK, I'm not sure if any other UK folks here agree with me, but I always associate it with padlocks and I just feel like there's a whole lot of resentment in this family towards one another. I can certainly see where it's coming from, the sister's attitude, of course. But PLF says, not the asshole. parents should be steered away from giving their children highly bullyable names. C Firefighter says, not the arsehole. Ask her why the kid should be reminded on a daily basis that she didn't get into Harvard Law. Don't go to the wedding. She sounds insufferable. Mo says, what if they both start a septic pumping business? I'm Stanford and I'm Yale and both in unison and we suck shit. <laughs> Corso Hart says, everyone sucks here. You are right, but you handled it wrong. You should have not called their chosen names ridiculous. They 100% are ridiculous names, but let them come to that conclusion on their own. Chalk Duster says, a descending opinion. Everyone sucks here. Katie wasn't asking for opinions and, and you were sarcastic in asking what would happen if one or both weren't successful as she hoped. As much as you've noted her condescension over the years, I'm sure she has noted sarcasm from you. You're the arsehole. And you're the arsehole goes to Katie too. Everyone knows it should be Stanford and Yale. And one more final comment from Hockey Garden who says not the arsehole. Those poor children are in for a lifetime of mental anguish with a mother like her. First off, those names are awful. Yale? What the fuck? At least Stanford can go by Ford or Stan. But those kids will never be able to live up to their insane standards. They will be burnt out trying to appease her. Is her future husband as insufferable as her? Curious question. Is she going to inherit anything from the family business she looks down upon so much? I truly hope not. Your brother dropped out to help his family. It's not like he partied and flunked out. I'd assume she's already benefited from money from the family business in her lifetime. So she should be grateful someone is helping your mother since she looks down on the family so much. Is she rude to your mother as well? And now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit as well from freescallion2274 and says, Am I the Arsehole for giving back everything my family bought for my son? My wife and I welcomed our son into the world early this month. Prior to his birth, we had been given a lot of very nice clothes and toys by my parents for him. My mother-in-law also made some pretty incredible clothes and blankets. My wife, her siblings and their mum lived in poverty for a large part of her life. Their dad abandoned the family and left my wife's mum with a large pile of debt that weighed on them. So, their life wasn't easy. My mother-in-law often made her kids clothes versus 
buying them because it was cheaper for her to do. She worked in a store that had a lot of fabrics that they were allowed to take the excess of. She's talented and always put effort into making sure the clothes look good enough so the kids wouldn't be bullied. Those clothes are something my wife treasures. She remembers how much love and effort went into them. She also appreciates that her mum tried to make them work enough to blend in at school and it saved them from years of potential bullying. All these years later and my mother-in-law is still dealing with the debt. She does not have a lot, so she made some amazing clothes and blankets for our son. One of the outfits was even his take-home outfit. But then a couple of days after our son was born, she comes over with a bag of clothes she bought saying she wanted him to have more. My wife and I were shocked. I could see she was upset and looked almost guilty, so when my wife went to nap, I asked her what was going on. At first she said nothing and she just wanted her grandson to have more. But then she apologized for embarrassing us. I asked her what she meant. She told me my parents had talked to her after the baby shower and told her she had left all the grandparents spoiling to them. That she should understand if we never put our son in any of the clothes because really, they looked like the kind of homemade clothes from 70 plus years ago when people were left with no choice. They accused her of not caring enough. I told her I was so sorry that they had said that. I assured her that I never said anything like that to them. That my parents had no idea what it was like to have nothing and were being judgmental assholes. I even convinced her to take back the clothes she bought and return them to the store. I then gathered up everything my parents gave us and went to the house. My parents didn't even try to deny it when I confronted them. All they did is look down on the effort she put into them. They said we couldn't seriously be okay with those being the only gifts. I said we were, and as far as I was concerned, they were the only truly generous gift he got. I told him it was their gifts I was embarrassed of. I gave them the stuff and told them we are no longer accepting the gifts or them after what they did. They are furious, saying I reacted way too harshly and saying that it's an arsehole move to return gifts. I'm furious with them too. Am I the arsehole? This one brought me to tears thinking about that poor mother-in-law who went to the effort of putting love, time into making something for her grandchild. Something Opie's wife is incredibly grateful for because of her past. I know my mum, when she was with us, used to make small cardigans and hats for babies and stuff like that in the family. And I know they are still treasured items to this day. And it's a rare thing to see, but I'm so glad you stood up for her in this and you went to your parents and told them how disgusting their behaviour was. And I can never help but be shocked when they double down on it as well. They don't, you know, think about, yeah, what we did was absolutely fucking awful and we need to apologize for it. They just continue, you know, trying to defend themselves in it. You've already been absolutely amazing within this story. What I would maybe suggest is just reinforcing to mother-in-law how much they actually mean to you and your family. Because I can imagine that they've knocked her confidence on this now and she may be apprehensive to do it in the future because of what they done she may not be but i think it's always nice to tell someone you know we really do appreciate that and everything you put into that as well but i'm sure you're already on the case on that one but search apprehensive says we talk all the time here about what you really have here is a spouse problem this is textbook how not to be a problem spouse you stood up to your side of the family in defense of your partner and her side of the family no one had to argue for you to do it and you didn't angst over how unfair it is to harm your relationship with your parents just because they were jerks. No, you saw the harm done and took accountability for rectifying it and ensuring it won't happen again. 
Bravo. Congratulations on your bundle of joy and congratulations to your wife on choosing the right person to spend her life with. Your folks are assholes, but you're hella not the asshole. Your mother-in-law sounds awesome. I'd be so honored to get baby clothes made by grandparents' own hand. I can't believe she was made to feel badly about such a precious and thoughtful gift. Those are heirlooms. One day you'll be gray and showing off those clothes to your adult kid and regaling them with stories about what a big-hearted lady your mother-in-law was, how much she loved her children and grandchildren, and what a strong person she was. Green Hoblin says not the asshole. You stood up for your wife and her family, and that's admirable. The clothes your mother-in-law made were truly special and generous. Your parents were wrong to say anything shaming her gift. You did the right thing. Refugee says, not the arsehole, how did such a shitty family manage to raise such a wonderful son? Opie says, I was always soft-hearted as my parents said and, and they would say too soft-hearted. I see it as me being the black sheep because I can see that many have less than I did as a kid and I know life isn't as always as simple as work hard and you'll always do well. It always made me different to my family. I always thought deep down they were just naive due to never having lived it. But now I see that they are not good people. And one more comment from Borak1976 who says, I'm not the arsehole. I'm one of these people who makes things for gifts rather than buys them. Most people love it. They know that every centimeter of wool I've knitted with has been touched with my love as I've made it. They know I've taken time choosing styles, colors, and patterns that I think they'll like. They know that I've altered things and switched things about just for them. They know that I spent hours and hours and hours over whatever I've made. They know it's a different kind of gift than one that is complete by throwing something in your trolley at the supermarket or clicking add to the basket on your phone. Some people don't get it. It's simple. They don't get another opportunity to learn. I won't make anything else for them. Sod them. If they think fashion or price is more important than time and love, I feel sorry for them. What you did has impressed me and I'm not easily impressed. You saw the true value of mother-in-law's gift and the love behind it, and you showed that to your parents. Respect. Now, what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for being involved. Truly, I appreciate you. And hopefully, I will see you in the next one. Take care. And much love. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.